The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. you like your songs handled with style, you've got a friend in Rusty Draper. Five evenings a week, Rusty and his gang run a tuneful gamut from sentimental ballad to songs that sparkle with satire. And every number they sing has style. Tonight and every Monday through Friday evening, enjoy easy listening as most of these same stations bring you the Rusty Draper Show. Get out my lightweight suitcase. I'm leaving for New York in exactly one hour. For New York? Yeah, come on, hurry up, hurry up. Help me pack. New York? Yeah, I know. It all came up at the last minute. The New York office phoned this morning, said they're calling a special conference. Where's my suitcase? New York? Oh, where's my address book? I'll make a list for you. Now, Where? there's your Aunt Maud in Scarsdale. You call her the minute you get in so you can make plans to see her, darling. No, you know, no, so... no, no. I am not well, look, going look, your to... mother would never forgive you if you went all the way to New York without calling your Aunt Maud. If I call her, she'll insist I come out to Scarsdale well, and I... of course I'm... she will. Darling, you haven't I... seen her for years. And then you must call the Petersons. Harold and Eloise would be furious if you were in New York and didn't let them know. But where is my suitcase? Which one? The, well, the only good-looking one I have. Oh, I'll get it. It's right here, the way in the back of the me. closet. Oh, I'll get it. I'll no, no, get let it. me, let me, let me. You'll ram everything oh, up. Now get away. Well, hurry and up. And Evelyn, I'm... you have got to promise me you'll call Evelyn. Here's your suitcase. Now, let me do your packing. You just throw things in. Look, I'm not going to wear this suit. I'm going to change to my brown one. I think it goes better with my yes, coat, you know. I do and too. look, put in my dark blue suit. All I'll right. take that because yeah, I might I'm need that. I'm putting the names down here, dear. Yeah. And Evelyn, you won't forget to call Evelyn. I will you. She's a very old friend of mine. And I know you'll just love her. I am not calling anybody. Women always do this. If there's anything that men hate, is calling a perfect stranger just to say hello. Oh, now, please, honey, look. I love you. I love you. But Mr. Gordon is picking me up in 15 minutes. Well, now, look. Would you please pack my suitcase? Music is good, and news is good, and comedy is good, too. And there comes a time in every listener's life when the play is the thing. You can satisfy that urge for the action and conflict of life presented in exciting, dramatic terms with a couple of fine shows here on CBS Radio every Saturday. One of them is a series with a brilliantly metropolitan background and stories that range the gamut of human emotions. That City Hospital, heard every Saturday over most of these stations a series of stories that explore all the varied lives that come at one time or another under the roof of a great city hospital. The other drama is half a world away in locale and time, but just as satisfying in its warm and real reflection of human activity. That's Gunsmoke, the first and still one of the finest of the truly adult westerns, evoking the Old West as it really was, the grime along with the grandeur. Tomorrow, see how satisfying drama can be with both these CBS radio presentations, City Hospital and Gunsmoke. Did you put in my toothpaste? Yes. Toothbrush? Yes, yes, yes. What about your shaving things now? No, 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 I'll do that. I know exactly what I want. Now, what about ties? Oh, yeah, look, I'll pick those out. Now, let me see here. Yeah, I want this one. 
Yet I'll need this, too, to go with the blue sa- And this one. How about this? Oh, no. Don't you like it? <laughs> no, isn't that awful? I don't know where I got that thing. I gave it to you for your birthday last year. Uh, oh. <laughs> That'll be popular with your wife on four easy lessons. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. No, girl, I'm sorry. No, darling, no, give it here, give it here. Honey. I'll put it in the box of things we keep well. to give people when we're desperate. You know? <laughs> yeah, okay. What time okay. does the train leave? Oh, look here, I'm taking this tie, too. And shirts, shirts, I'll need about five clean shirts at least. I put shirts in. What oh, time does the train well, leave? Well, let me see. Oh, no, wait a minute. Don't put in that shirt, honey. Not that one. I don't like the collar on that one. I got another one like this, haven't I? Well, I'll look. Honey, the train, what time does it leave? Did you put in socks, dear? Yes. Are you going by plane? Look, darling, thousands of people fly every day. I don't care. I just don't like to have you flying without me. If anything happens, at least we'd look, be together. Nothing is going to happen. Oh, don't even say that. I thought when you didn't answer me that you now were look, going uh, by Now, look, darling, plane. I am a hundred times safer in that plane than I am in a car. I would like you to remember the number of people killed every year in automobile crashes. I am in more danger driving to work every day than I am in taking a plane to New York. According to statistics. Certainly, according to statistics. <laughs> thousands and thousands of planes land safely every day of the year. I I know, I know all that, but I guess it just all stems from the fact I don't know what keeps the plane up in the air to begin with. <laughs> well, darling, it's just purely scientific yeah. principles. I don't it's... think a plane has ever flown over my head. I haven't said to it. Don't you know there's nothing holding you up? <laughs> <laughs> well, honey, if you understood aerodynamics, it's really kind of simple. You know, someday I'll explain it to you. I can't. <laughs> yes. I haven't got it. Uh, Put in my gold cufflinks. I did. I put them in this little Italian leather box. Yeah, fine, fine. By the way, how's your foot? Huh? Oh, oh, I had an x-ray this morning. It is nothing, darling. Doc said to walk on it, even though it hurts, you know. Hurts mm-hmm. me, not mm-hmm. him. You know, didn't you didn't want it to get stiff. You shouldn't have been quite so fancy in the ice skates, old bean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Look, uh, keep watching out the window, will you, All darling? Right. Let me know when Mr. Gordon drives yeah, up. Yeah, well, he'll honk. No, he won't. That guy prefers to drive up quietly and sit there waiting with martyred patience for you to notice that he's been kept waiting. Oh, really? Yeah, and then, of course, you fly out all embarrassed and full of apologies, which he accepts with a smile of a saint. Oh, yeah, that's kind of a guy he is. Oh, sounds funny to hear you tell. It must be deadly to have to work with that sort of thing. He must be related to somebody in the company. Oh, he is. He married into it. Now, am I all packed? Well, I think so. I put in everything you told me. Gee, I hate to see you go, dear. I'll miss you. Betsy will be upset to get home from school and find you gone for the weekend. Well, I'll miss my girls, too. (laughs) Oh, look at the time. Look, let's go downstairs, honey, so I can get my coat and be ready. All right, dear. I'll just get those addresses, too, now. Now, look, Don, there is no sense. Look, I'll only be there two days. When are you coming back? Well, aren't you taking your suitcase? Oh, 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 I'll get it on Monday. <laughs> oh, how long will you have meetings? Well, all, all day tomorrow, you know, Saturday. Uh-huh, and... uh-huh. Oh, is, is that a car? Is that a car out front? No, no, is don't it... rush now. It's well... the dry cleaners, the one the Kleckners have. Oh, I'll get my coat, so, so I'll be ready. I'll yeah, put it on, right. and then I'll just be ready. Look, have, a, have a good time. <laughs> darling, I'm not going for a good time, you know. This is just business. I don't know why men always act as though business trips are so terribly dull. To us housewives who sit home all the time, it'd sound mighty nice. Yeah, well, did you put in clean socks? <laughs> yes, I told you that. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear you. No, I told you. Well, I don't... Well, anyhow, look, I'm, I'm, I'm all set, I guess. Coat, hat. Mm-hmm. Got your gloves? Yeah, gloves, suitcase, briefcase. Money, money. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, you're not going to the Sahara Desert. If you've forgotten something, you can buy it in New York. They have stores there, too, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have meetings on Sunday? Uh, I don't know, probably not, but we will Monday morning. Mm. Where are you staying? I don't know. They're getting the reservation at that end. I'll call you, darling, as soon as mm-hmm. I get there. You're going to be all by your lonesome on Sunday? Well, now, don't worry about that. I imagine I can find something to do. <laughs> well, 
Here's the paper. Now, here's your Aunt Maud's address and phone number in Scarsdale. Look, I you told you now, I look, am... Now, your mother would be so upset if you went way to New York and didn't call, dear. Look, if I call her, she'll want me to come out. I'll waste all day Sunday going back and forth on the train. Well, it only takes a half an hour, well, I think. Well, it's a nuisance. I don't want to spend all day Sunday talking to Aunt Maud and Uncle Oscar. I am sorry, I just don't. Look, we won't tell anybody in the family I even went to New York. Well, supposing you ran into Uncle Maud or Uncle Oscar on the street. Look, there are, what, eight million people in the city of New York. And it would be your luck to run smack into Aunt Maud. Yeah, you're right. You are so <laughs> right. Look, I'm going to take that chance. And there's Miss Hawley, who would just be tickled pink if you who called Who is Miss Hawley? Oh, that wonderful, lovely Miss Hawley, the nurse I had when Betsy was born. Well, for peace sakes, why would I want to see her again? Well, she thought you were such a wonderful person, dear. Oh, oh well, well, look, that is very nice, I'm sure, and she was a lovely person well, herself. Well, she's but in I... New York now. She's living with her sister, and here's the address. I took it off her Christmas card. Darling... And if you get time, honey, I know she'd be so thrilled oh, to well, hear from you. Is that a car? Is that a car out in front? Just ours. Oh, oh, well... <laughs> Look, maybe I ought to wait on the front porch and also be ready just to dash out to the car. Oh, it's too cold to wait on the porch. Now, we can see right out this window if a car drives up. Now, this is Evelyn's address. Well, Evelyn who? I don't know any Evelyn. Evelyn Wentworth, and I think she married a, a man named Haynes. All you have to do is call her. Darling, dear. I won't have time Evelyn to call up all... Evelyn is simply wonderful, and she'll be crazy to see what I married. I mean, who I married. What I married is more like it. I'll just be on display, that's all. Look, there is no point in calling. I won't have, have time to see anybody. I'm telling you, we'll probably have meetings on Sunday. You just said you probably wouldn't. Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, we might have. Well, I... if you don't, here's Evelyn's address, Gramercy Park. Look, I've known her ever since Girl Scout camp, and I'd like to have her meet you, honey. Look, She'd I'll call her. her. See, she wonderful. and her husband will have their day all planned. Then she'll feel obligated to ask me out all the time, making faces at her husband, as though to say, well, I, we have got to ask him, George. His wife is an old friend of mine. Oh, that's not like Evelyn at all. Oh, for Pete's sake. Look, we've done it. They'll I ask know. me. I don't want to go. And they're sorry they asked me. And after we've all said hello and they've asked about you, then we got nothing else to say. Evelyn is very artistic. I remember that. She loves to talk about art. Yeah, well, it'll be very interesting for her to meet me, I'm sure. The only thing I recognize instantly is Whistler's mother. <laughs> oh, now stop I'm that. I'm sure of that. Promise me you'll call Evelyn. Honey, promise me. Promise me. Just call her. Just say hello. Just tell her who you are. My God. The next time I go on a business trip, I'm going to Alaska. I'll bet you don't know anybody up there. <laughs> yes, I do. I, I Carrie do Cashman went to high school with her. She lives uh, yeah, in Fairbanks. I can believe it. I can't go anywhere without getting all these lists of people to call. Now, look, darling, I love you, but I, I want to get one thing settled. I am not going to call anybody. You understand? Nobody. I hate it. You're always wanting me to call up people. I get myself involved. I go to see people whom I don't particularly care about seeing and certainly don't care to see me. That and... isn't true. Evelyn would love to see what I married. Will you stop saying that? I'm not a what. I'm a who. <laughs> it just means what you're like. Is that a car? Is that a car drawing up? Evelyn would adore you and you'd adore her and I imagine her husband is wonderful. Evelyn is always so fussy. Sweetheart, I am not calling Evelyn, okay? Now I'm leaving, so please, let's not quarrel, huh? I'm not quarreling. I just don't always understand you. There, there he is. There he is. There's Gordon now. Come on. Look, I I'm all ready. I'll be right out. Gordon, where's my suitcase? My gloves, my hat, I my hat. I don't understand you at all, I guess. I can't even buy a tie for you that you like. Oh, I knew I hadn't heard the last of that tie. I, I knew care, that you'd dear. bring that up. Now, look, Gordon is out here. He is waiting. Why must women start something just as a man is catching a train or a plane or... Goodbye. I have got to go. Goodbye. I'll call you, darling. Goodbye, I'll call dear. You. Goodbye. Did you put in your shaving kit? 
Return to the couple next door in just a moment. How much time do you have for winnowing over the weekends? We're talking specifically about winnowing the news. Once upon a time when news traveled slowly, time and distance did the winnowing for people, leaving only what was vital. Nowadays, in our era of almost instantaneous transmission, news floods in on us, the trivial along with the vital. You can rely on CBS News to keep up with events over the weekend. So keep up with the news this weekend with CBS News. Goodbye, goodbye, darling. Yeah. Oh, I'll yeah. miss well, you. Goodbye, sweetheart. I'll miss uh. you, too. <laughs> Honey, I'm sorry if I was cross. No, I... no, you weren't. Well... I'm sorry if I was. Goodbye, darling. You got everything. Yeah, yeah. Goodbye, darling. I think so. Honey, now look, I put Boots' address yeah. in your pocket anyhow, just in Boots. case. Boots? Well, Evelyn, I always called her Boots, Boots? when we were little. Yes. Is this Evelyn, the old friend you've talked about? Is that, is that Boots? Yes, yes. Yes, I've talked to hey, her. Hey, didn't you say once she was quite pretty? Oh, she's beautiful, dear, and you'll be sorry if you don't see her. She's you had a Christmas card from her, and she's just divorced. Oh, no, dear, I didn't hear from her this year. Well, there's a card. I read it from somebody named Boots, who said she divorced Leslie in Paris this summer. Well, yes, that would be the one, but... I... Well, I must have missed the card. I didn't see... Divorced her husband. There, there. He can't stand it. I knew it. Now, look, we'll miss the plane. Goodbye, dear. Goodbye. Look, I'll look up, Evelyn, darling. Goodbye. No, wait, wait, wait. Goodbye. No, 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 you better not, oh, dear. If she asked me to dinner, honey, I'll go. I promise oh. you, honey. Now, don't you worry about me for a minute. I'll see you Monday. Oh. <laughs> Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Roger Foster inviting you to listen again Monday to The Couple Next Door.